This is not live, everybody. This is a podcast that will be edited. And we're going to play highly edited and and manipulated. This is not about what you are supposed to say, but about what you really want, which is money. Money, 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 money. We all want it. We all love it. Oh, wait. We're not supposed to love it, but we still do anyway. So for me, money is something that I actually genuinely no amo el dinero, pero sí me gusta jugar con el dinero. Para mí es como un juego. Yo tengo una perrita que se llama Daisy. Ella le gusta jugar killing squirrels. Así soy yo con el money. I love to kill the game of money. Mi idea is the win, the the play the system, the the trick the 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 person giving out the cards at El Casino because I believe that the game is to be won because money is a game and those that know how to play the game they are happy because they don't have to um, worry about school loans or about living in the crappy part of town because they can't afford a nice apartment. But if you don't know how to play the game, then you will end up with rats in your apartment or someone stealing your car every other month because you live in a crappy part of town because you don't know how to play the game of money because money is not about love or not loving it. It's about playing the game. But the rules are against you, and it's called knowledge. Knowledge. If you don't know the game, you're going to lose the game. This is not a, a level playing field. Christian, well, I just pray. Okay, you're going to pray all the way to poverty and to dropping out of school and having three babies by the time you're 18. Okay, and you're going to be on wick for the rest of your life. And then you're going to come to me, who has a profitable business, wanting a job, but I'm going to only hire you for 10 bucks an hour because you don't know nothing. I don't care how cute you are, how young you are. You don't know anything because you never went to school or because you never bought a course online or you never even took the time because you have three kids you got to take care of along with your primos, your tias, and your abuelita, and your baby daddy that comes over to get more you-know-what and money at the same time and you better make him some ham and eggs. But go, but go ahead and don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Just, just don't think about it, okay? Don't think about money because it's evil. You shouldn't think about it. And so you keep playing the religious game, the I'm going to be okay game, the I'm going to play it safe game. You don't have to risk everything, but you better risk something. You don't think this year is risky? You want to die? You think that's not risky? Go outside and, and breathe on somebody. That's called risk. Go get on a bus because you can't afford gas for your car. You think that's not a risk? So stop imagining that you don't, don't live in a risky world. So why should your finances not include risk? Oh, wait, I'm going to just hope I don't, I, I don't lose my house or my job because I'm so amazing. There's a million amazing people just like you in the world. Younger, thinner, faster, cooler, wider than you. 
but you have to <clears throat> learn how to play the game. So here are the three rules of playing the game of money. First of all, make more money. That's the number one rule of, of the game. Make more money. <clears throat> Don't ask me how. You figure it out. Have you ever heard of something called TikTok and YouTube? That's how you make money. Learn. Well, I'm going to wait till I go to school and, you know, have like 20 years under my belt of education. Okay. By then, we might all be dead. Either a meteor is going to hit us in 2021. That's what, you know, all the crazy, you know, Aquarius, Sun, Venus people are saying. <laughs> my sun is rising. I didn't know I had a sun, but my sun is rising. Or my, 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 my varicones, my very, my, my Venus is rising. I have varicose veins. I don't know about Venus, but my Venus is rising. So you're going to wait till a meteor hits you? Then what are you going to do? So the number one rule of money is make more of it. Don't ask me how. You go figure it out. Your parents have taught you everything you need to know. Then you don't, I don't have a parent. I don't have a dad. Do you have a phone? There's your daddy, baby. That's called your daddy from now on. It's called your phone. You want a mommy? It's called your phone. That's your mommy right there. You didn't have a daddy or a mommy. Do you have a phone? There's your mommy. There's your daddy. It's called your phone. Learn how to make money. Never heard of YouTube? Never heard of Ty Lopez? Oh, he's a scam artist. Yeah, but he just bought Pier 1 for all of us old people. You know what that was like. He just bought it. Remember K-Swiss, old people, Gen Xers? He, yeah, he owns that too. Or I guess that's Gary Vee. I don't have an education. I got four kids. Do you have a phone? That's called your daddy. <laughs> you heard of the podcast, Call Her Daddy? Well, then now call your phone. How about that? Call your phone so you can get an education on how to make money. That's number one. Number two is spend money. Woohoo! Don't spend money. Why? Because you ain't got none. That's why you can't spend any money. Because you're broke. Debt is for losers. That's what that is for. Stop spending money you don't have. Make money. Now, if you're going to buy a house, okay. No one, no one has $500,000 to buy a house. Okay. 30-year loan. 3%, 2% interest rate, 30 years, okay. That, that, you, know, you better have, number one, money to do that for a down payment. You want an apartment that costs three grand in the okay part of town? You better have what? Money, number one. What's number two? Spend money. Now, be smart. Spend money on what? Three things. Yourself, on God, and on investments. Hallelujah. <laughs> so once again, you hear me? Can you hear that? That's called ching ching. That's, that's for us old people. For you, it's the bag. Okay. But you want, number two, spend money. Spend it on yourself. Postmates, $2.1 billion. Just bought whatever the other, th the other one was called. Oh, Uber Eats. I'm not saying go and create the next Uber Eats. Maybe you should. Maybe you should be an engineer. I don't have eight years to go to MIT. What's number one? Who's your daddy? Your phone. 
There's a kid that was a piano teacher online. He just taught himself software engineering over the last year, this pandemic. He's 26. He used to teach piano, and he was hugely popular. He taught himself software engineering so he could build an app. You think he went to MIT? No, he went to his daddy, YouTube and TikTok. It's free. You don't have fast Wi-Fi? Go to Starbucks or Steel Cup or whatever your local high Wi-Fi thing is. And what? Study there. And the third rule of money. Oh, well, let's stay on the second thing. God. You're not giving to some old school, traditional, death, march, right wing, hating people church system of 1940. No, don't give to that. I'm, I'm telling you, do not give to that. Because you're giving to racism, hate, violence, and nationalism. But give to God. I don't know what that means. Yes, your church, if it's any good. What does that mean? They talk about Jesus on a cross and risen for your salvation. That's what that means. That's what the church is supposed to be. It's called the G-O-S-P-E-L, the gospel. It's not white, right, evangelical Trump supporters. And it's neither liberal, BLM, left-wing, libertarians, or, or anarchists. It is Jesus on a cross Dying and risen for your salvation to take away of your shame, of your fear, of your angst, of your existential dread. He will take care of it over 90 years. Okay, not in the weekend, Amen. not in the church service. Then you better include some psychology. Anyway, that's another topic. And number three, <laughs> give to, I don't know, Bitcoin. Invest your money. Here's what investment means. You have $10, and there is this one thing. Okay, let's call it a bank, right? You know, for us old people. And I'm not against banks for now. A bank will give you 1%, maybe if you're lucky, on your $100 or $10. Well, let's say $100. It'll give you 1%. 2%. Ooh. 3%. That means $3. If you are, like, lucky... Most give you 1%, 1.5, 2%, 2.2, whatever. What's the local one here? What, what do you got there? Whatever. Anyway. So be creative. Listen to your parents, but also listen to what? Listen to your daddy. Who's your daddy? Your phone. Everybody say it. Who's your daddy? Your phone. Call her daddy. Call your phone is what I say. Call your phone. Because that's education. Mm -hmm. And it's forward-thinking education. Now, you better be discerning. If you're an idiot, you're going to be an idiot, whether at City College or on your phone, okay? (laughs) Stupid is that stupid is that said the guy from from Forrest Gump. I'm not calling anybody the S-word. I'm just saying you have to be smart. Talk to your parents, talk to your friends, talk to your sister, talk to your brother, talk to other parents. Get a wide perspective, of course, honor your mother, your father, of course, because they, even if they're old school, they've been through stuff that, that, that is still relevant, like debt, like bankruptcies, like making stupid mistakes. 
So if anything, what your parents can teach you is mistakes. And, and yes, and, and also what to do, sure. But we already said who your daddy is. So invest. Now, you, you might want to invest in just... Some people call investing savings. Save. That's great. Investing Savings really is investing. Mm-hmm. You're just investing in a very low and a very safe manner at a bank. Again, at 1%. You're still investing. Savings is investment. Investing in yourself. And you can also buy a course. Buy my course, davidtrigg.com slash healing trauma. That's investing as well. Invest for my course, only 47 bucks a month. And you get all this incredible content and free bonuses by January 12th. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but kids say it. So hope it's good. But in the third rule, actually, there aren't three rules. It's just one and two. Make money. Number two, you're broke. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that is the third rule. So make money is number one. Number two, spend money. And I, I told you what the three ways to spend money. And then rule number three is you're broke because you know that's what everybody... Then go back to number one. What is it? Make more money. That's it. Now, mis hijos te van a decir cómo ellos, qué piensan ellos de eso y cómo lo hacen. So for me recently, um, I, as we all know, TikTok has blown up in the past year, and there is infinite niches on the TikTok. Niches, niches. Mm-hmm, yes, I started seeing some TikToks about investing, and oh, do this! If you have a thousand dollars now, you could have it. You could whatever double it in a few years if you invest it smartly and do your research so i decided why not you know invest a small amount of money because again i'm not dumb i'm not gonna invest seven thousand dollars in my savings into one stock just because someone told me to on tiktok so i decided to purchase tesla stock because everyone says and i it's a smart i was reading and someone said it's about what you also think the future is going to look like. So energy, renewable energy, um, Tesla obviously is 100%. What are, what are they called? Renewable, renewable energy. energy cars. No, what is, what is it, what is it called? Artificial yeah, oh, yeah. Electric. electric. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't. Th- yes. Yes. Electric vehicle. So that is definitely the future because of climate change and et cetera, et cetera. And so you think about the future, like wind and renewable energy, blah, blah. So I was like, you know, let's just, let's buy some Tesla stock. And I, I don't even know how much I invested, but compared to, let's say, right, investing your savings or leaving your savings in your savings account and re- receiving 1% return on investment, which is not in al- uh, alignment with inflation. So you're losing your money by keeping it in that account. So by investing, let's say, I don't even know how much... I think I like fifty dollars. I have already received twenty six percent return on investment no in less than three weeks. And if I continue to hold the stock, it will only continue to go up because Tesla is the future and things such as that. And I don't know that much, but 
I did one little thing and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And of course, do your research, be smart, and talk to people who know what they are talking about. And that can be a wide variety of people. People in real life, people on YouTube who have genuine experience, but do your own research, so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, to bounce off of that, off of research and informing yourself, I feel like is number one before you do anything. As we have said, knowledge is power. And power in this world is something that no one can take away from you. If you know it, if you did your research on it and you believe in it, there is nothing but good things on the other end of that for you. I think when it comes to money, the number one thing is to use the tools, you know, at your disposal. We have your disposal, excuse me. We have the entire internet at our fingertips. We have every single piece of literature out there. We have all the experts who have done it themselves, writing books, making podcasts, making videos for free or for maybe a few dollars. And I think that is the biggest asset that we have as young individuals, young as high school. We're all on TikTok. We're all seeing the business side of things on there in simple 15-second videos. And I think that that is where to start. You can build a career off of these things. And it doesn't necessarily have to be being a stockbroker, being an investor, but it could be building something around what you care about. It could be something you're passionate about, or it could really just be something that you're interested in and you did your research. You know, there's simple videos that are being made that can inform you on what you need to know. The basics of how our economy works, you know, the entire stock market that Netflix just came out with a explained video that breaks it down for anyone to understand. And I think this is the time to be a little bit riskier than you would, you know, let's say in 20 years when you have a lot of responsibility on your shoulders Right now, we really don't have any responsibility. So this is really the time to take advantage of your life and your situation. Of course, take care of your responsibility first. You don't want to let that go out the window. You don't want to set yourself up for being a risky gambler. Yeah. You know, you don't want to take too many gambles in life because then you'll end up with negative yeah. in your bank account. Mm -hmm. However, be a little bit risky, you know? And that is my advice for you listening now. Thank you. Thank you so much for that introduction, everybody. <laughs> and I just want to add on to what Pastor T. Ray, business extraordinaire cat, and future doctor in training, Isa. I just want to say one thing, which is work hard. None of this, what every single person on this podcast has said would be possible if you don't put in the work, you know, work hard. Time is money. Time is money. You cannot do anything if you, in your life if you don't work hard. You need to go out. Chase every single dollar you see. Look into new things. Ex try new things. Explore new things. You cannot do anything in your life if you don't work hard and advance in your thinking and look to the future and not to the past. Sometimes that means walking into the fire. 
But that's sometimes that's what it takes. You know, if you walk into a fire, you will burn. But you need that. You need some fire in your life to get your money and to get your bag up. You want to get properties. You want to be successful. You want to drive Lamborghinis in Beverly Hills with Ty Lopez. Work hard. None of this is possible. Listen to everything that you've heard on this podcast today and think, would any of this be possible without hard work? No, it wouldn't be. You need to take every single piece of information you heard today and apply it to your own life, not to just hear it in your ears and not do anything about it. You need to apply it to your own life to be successful. That's what you need to do. And always look to God and, of course, in everything you do. And praise him with everything and always give 10%. But work hard to get to that point in your life. Do everything you were heard today. God bless. Thank you. That's right. Pastor T-Rig. Little T-Rig. Pastor DJ. Yeah, money is a very important topic. And my... I guess my next point, second point, just we'll have another little point here, is why do you want money? Okay, so you have to have a clear or at least a feeling or a anger or a frustration or a love or a spiritual experience on why you want this. It could be you want to provide for your mom who's dying of cancer or of this horrible C word. That is a very strong motivator on why you want to get that bag. And so you have to get in touch somatically. Soma means body in Greek. It's just a beautiful word that means body. Emotions. You know that emotion, those emotions that you feel rattling around in your little mind these days? You want that to be towards something hopeful, towards something good, towards something the Bible says, whatever is true, Whatever is, here's my favorite word, lovely. So you ha- if you're a truth person, then that's great. If you're a black and white person, then that's going to work. If you're more like others of us who are more empaths, then it's what's lovely. Regardless, though, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is kind, whatever is of good reputation, it says. So you, you, you can choose your, your, your reason, but you have to have something that you, that verse says, whatever is truth, lovely. Think on these things, meaning focus. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like David, Dr. Pastor David Jr. was saying, motivational speaker Tony Robbins Jr. was saying, <laughs> Gary V. Jr., Jay Shetty Jr. was saying, go after it, focus, work hard. So but you have to have a, a, a reason, a motivation, an image. So for me... Let's see. Yeah, of course. You have to have honesty. And psychologists say that there are four motivations that everyone has. And there are four M's. Mating, which is love. You want to have that beautiful house, beautiful dream, future, your family, your dog, your white picket fence, as us people used to say. The second M is mastery. You just want to be the best. You want to play the game. 
like I was saying. You want to win the game. That's called mastery. You want to be the best at something. And so that motivates you. You want the plaques. You want to be admired. Number three is movement. And that means freedom. You want to travel. You don't want to be tied to anyone. or You don't want anybody to control you or have, it, or have anybody say, have a say over your financial future. And then the last one is, is money itself, is material things. You just like nice things. It just simply means wanting the good life. I don't want to live in a horrible part of town with a train going <laughs> over me and, and, and rats in my apartment. That's not being materialist. That's just you want a nice, clean apartment. Yep. All the way to a Lamborghini. Yes. If, if it's something that you makes you happy. And you give, I don't know, your friends a ride to school. Or you become a famous rapper. Or you simply are an amazing banker because you have that and you're helping people. Whatever. So my motivation, I would say, in everything out of, out of those. Or if that doesn't work for you, just whatever. You can just say whatever you want about your motivation. But I would say, I would say for me, what motivates me is to fulfill my destiny. Like I said at the beginning, I'm just too smart to be poor. I'm just too smart and too bright and too amazing to have dumb results, to have a little tiny anything. And so I am driven to fulfill what God has given me. And that drives me to, and, and there's a balance, of course, there's a danger in any of these things. But what's more dangerous is to not know what you're motivated by. That's even worse. To what's, what's worse is having no motivation. We all know people that are unmotivated. We all have been there maybe this year. And that's horrible. And give yourself time. But anyway, so motivation. Why do you want money? I think, like my dad was mentioning, um, with the M's and the psychology of things, I immediately thought of, the, of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is very, very basic psychology. And so why do we want money? What is the motivation to make money? I think we can all talk about the different ones, so I don't talk about it the whole time. So the first, it's a triangle. So the bottom tier is your physiological needs, and that includes basic just air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, reproduction. So that's the first thing that money can satisfy, right? We all want to live comfortably and there's not that, that that's automatic that's an automatic drive or motivation to get more right and not just be like oh well, it's fine you know whatever everyone wants to live comfortably in a nice house be able to go out to eat enjoy yourself etc very well that's actually the next one but okay the second part of the triangle the next what is it called hierarchy Next level. Tier. Next tier. Thank you. Yes. Next tier is your safety needs. And that includes personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. So, again, it's basically psychology. Security in your life that you know you're going to have this much every month. That's why people have jobs. That's why we all need a job. We need to make money. Another very important motivation. And Issa, you can expand on that. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Um, as some of you may know, psychology is my major. This is what I 
live and breathe, you know, this is everything that I am and everything that I want to learn. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs really breaks it down for us. The next tier above safety needs is love and belonging. So once you hit those physiological needs and those safety needs, you know, you have a salary, you have your house or apartment or whatever it may be, you have food in your belly and shelter over your head. The next thing that we meet or that we you know, yearn to meet is love and belonging. So that includes friendship, relationship, family, a sense of connection. So that is not physical anymore. Now we are, you know, it's psychological. So it's, it can be physical, of course, but it is more emotional than anything. So, you know, as people kind of use this example, it's like filling your cup, filling other people's cup, which just means meeting those psychological and emotional needs that we all have, that we all crave, you know, the intimacy and the connection. So, and back to my why of money, you know, I think this can be a huge motivator for people. You know, maybe you grew up in a loveless home, maybe your parents barely met those first two tiers of needs and they didn't go anything further. They didn't give you that true nurturing and that love that every child obviously craves and needs. So you want to make money in order to bring people in, hoping that you'll be able to build those friendships and you'll feel validated and loved through making money. Now that is not my own personal Mm -hmm. motivator. That's not my why, but to apply it to this hierarchy of needs, I believe that making a lot of money can be a way to validate you emotionally in that way. Next one above that is esteem. So respect, status, recognition, strength, freedom. Oh, that's a huge one. Okay, that's a huge one. Yeah, so I'll pass it over to my brother here, and he'll be able to break that down for you. That's huge one for money, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, going back to my other message, like, you're working hard, but why are you working hard? Why are you working hard? Why? And looking at this hierarchy of needs, this gives you a reason to work hard. What is your motivation? You can't work hard without a motivation. That's like going to work, but not for money. Like, where's the drive in working? You need motivation. So here, it could be esteem, respect for yourself, your confidence, your status, recognition, your strength, and your freedom. This is all for yourself more. Not saying you're selfish in this, but it is saying that you need money to feel secure in your life. And without it, you yourself struggle because it's not just physical needs like food, water, and shelter. It's personal needs like confidence, respect for yourself, and, f- and for others, from others, yeah. And without it, some people feel powerless. That's why you need motivations like this. Like, think about what your motivation is for working hard. Is it esteem? Is it to be loved and to feel like that you belong? Is it for safety needs, personal security, prosperity? Or is it 
physiological, just basic things. Think about what your motivation is for making money. And that is what will make you successful. And the final, the, the top of the triangle is self-actualization. The pyramid, not triangle. The pyramid is self-actualization, the desire to become the most one, the most that one can be. So I think with money and self-actualization, I think that, yeah, see, the thing about the top of the pyramid with that one is that's when you really realize what matters in life. And it's, it's like the final realization that you have that, oh, can, and you know, this is a really debated topic, like, oh, can money buy happiness or is, does, do these material things really make you happy or like what, what is happiness? It's the very, what is it called? No, um, not spiritual, just more, yeah, like of of the concept of self-actualization, like what is that? Like, I don't know. I can't find the word. Um, do you have anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our need as human being. Enlightenment kind of thing. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like very, yeah, very up there. So it's something that until you fulfill all those other needs that you won't be able to realize. So it's like money can be a drive up to that point, kind of. And then let's say you have all the money in the world. You're Elon Musk, who is now the richest man in the world, net worth of $185 billion. So it's like now that he has everything, what what is he really working towards or what, what does he feel in life, you know? He, like, tweeted the other day um, if that he wants suggestions of what he can – spend his money on and I'm like how do you and he says it's harder than it seems but it's like and all these all these replies yeah I think of that but all these replies it's like people are like you don't even know how much people are in need of like or random shelters you can just give like donate money towards you know and how much a little bit of money can change someone's entire life but it's like when you have all that money it's like what are you going to do with it and I think that's like the final cherry on top the final step, destination. final destination. And what I remember he said in that same tweet is he wants to first uh, invest half of it for renewable, renewable energy, and the other one is to establish colonies in Mars so that when a meteor hits this Earth and we die, then we have somewhere else to go. So I think that the last maybe thing I just want to say, mm-hmm. and if anybody wants to hablar, está bien, is... So, so then you have to align yourself, yourself to, to your purpose. So that's the last, and, and really, they're all important steps. You have to know all these things. You have to know, we talked about how to make money or what to do about money or how to think about money, and I gave you my three things. And then we talked about motivation and the the, the, the chorus of people here of amazing wisdom gave you their counsel. But I think the third thing is alignment. You have to then align your actions towards your purpose, your why, and eliminate things that don't align. So does smoking dope align with your purpose? Just because you see all these cool rappers or producers on YouTube smoking dope and twisting the little thing or, or blowing or getting a bong going or shaking their little purple apparatus and 
It looks amazing. Who doesn't want to be a dope addict watching all these kids on, on TikTok? Everybody. If I'm 13, I don't want to be Elon Musk. I want to be a dope addict because it looks so cool. And so you have to ask yourself, and when I listen to these same producers now that they're 30, they're like, yeah, that was stupid, smoking all that dope. And these guys are now 30. They don't smoke dope anymore because they realize that it doesn't really help their creativity. Well, but Jay-Z and Travis Scott, okay, well, then if you're them, then you can probably do whatever you want. But for the rest of us that are trying to just be, like, get out of bed and make a beat, then you probably shouldn't be smoking dope till 4 a.m., waking up at 2 p.m., playing Call of Duty till 9 p.m., and then doing the same thing all over again. So alignment. So how do I align myself against all this high and mighty talk? And that's hard, honestly. If I'm honest, it's difficult to align because this year is not easy to align your habits to your, to your purpose. And you can drive yourself into the ground trying to be something that you're not ready to be yet. The butterfly isn't ready for how long to be a butterfly? Three weeks. Three weeks. Okay, it feels like three years because we, we did that here. It seems like forever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure for that crystalless, it's like 30,000 dinosaur years. Mm-hmm. Probably feels forever to just be, but yet it's not just. It's to be a beautiful monarch butterfly that is the most gorgeous butterfly. My point is, It takes time to fulfill your purpose. So my advice to you if you're under 20 or under 30 is, especially right now, these last two, three, four years, is self-care. Just take time, one day at a time. Now, if you're more on the, you're already a one day at a time person, then maybe you need a little kick in the butt, just a little bit, not too much. If you're someone who's looking at the past all the time, looking at how things used to be, then you probably need two kicks in the butt. So you have to know yourself. And that's why part of my program includes Enneagram typing, which is about knowing yourself. Like Aristotle said, to thyself be true, know thyself. So alignment. How, do I, how am I aligning? I make lists and then I delete them. I make lists and then I ignore them for like a month. I do too much, and I stay up late doing too many things, and then I don't do anything for another week. It's all over the place. But my mind is mostly clear, because for me now, it's been 50 years of thinking these thoughts and being focused, and that's why I have what I have. But for young people, maybe if you guys want to talk about this, how do you not align Or how do you, yes, align your life to these these whys? For my personality type, like, what do I do that's not aligning? I think I am a, I'm already a one day at a time person. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, like, today is this day and then tomorrow. So it's, I kind of need that extra kick of, okay, do something though. Because... If I just keep doing, oh, one day, oh, tomorrow or whatever, today is, I'll just do this today or I'll put it off for tomorrow, then I won't ever get anything done. And the, the, yeah, having motivation, it just, it honestly, yeah, that's why the Enneagram, check out my dad's course, 
you want pers- mm-hmm. personal Enneagram typing, I recommend everyone find their Enneagram number because it helps. It's a personality test. Um, what do I do to help myself? What, what do I know will help me be more aligned? Um, like no, I, knowing that if I do it, I will have success most likely. So telling myself, just do it and, or taking small steps and not making it too big of a deal, I think can help. Cause I feel like a lot of people might think, Oh, I have to do this. Like I have to, I know I can, but then you just never do it. Cause it's too, you feel like a, a huge burden is on you. So I think maybe even taking small steps every day to work towards a goal like even working out or stuff like that. If you want, oh, I wish I looked like this person or I wish I my body was like, like just do small things and start getting into good habits. It's all about building good habits and trying your best to get rid of bad ones. And that's definitely harder than it seems. So uh, good habits, journaling, you know, writing your thoughts because it's easy, especially with young people nowadays, just to get distracted by social media, just numb your mind and not think about anything, which is something I think I tend to do. The numbing of just just nothing. I'm not going to think about it today. Maybe tomorrow. Um, so having clarity in your mind and, like, getting your thoughts out. And then being like, oh, yeah, let's do that today. And just doing small things every day. So that's my advice. I think for me personally, my trouble spot with aligning the things that we talked about would be that I since I am a future oriented person you know first of all establishing what how you view your life in that sense is really important so do I cling on to the past and let that affect me do I live in the present moment a little bit too much and I don't think about either past or present which if you do that, I believe you are lucky. Or are you future-oriented like myself where it can even get overwhelming because if you think about your future constantly, it's almost crippling because you have all of these goals or ideas or you know plans for your life. So you're just stuck in the future. What's next? What's next? What's next? And you completely lose focus of the present moment and how beautiful it can be and how important and vital it is to stay in every minute in every moment you know I don't know if anyone has watched soul which is our new or the new Disney little cute cartoon movie um and a huge you know the message you should you should take away from that is to live in the moment and because that's the beautiful part of life. It's not about reaching the destination, I bet. Once you reach your goal, you're like, okay, I did it. Like, And you look back and that the journey was the most important part. That was what life is about. So yeah. to wrap it up, you know, for me, being future-oriented, it has its perks, but it's also, it can be, you know, crippling, like I said. One day at a time, Setting small goals for yourself is great, but just taking it one day at a time and you'll see, you'll see yourself feeling a lot better. So, and to wrap it up even more, go to eclecticenergies.com, take the Enneagram test, Enneagram Institute, read every single type, find your type. It'll change your life. Thank you.
great words. Great words. This is some great talks we're having. So how to keep yourself aligned in life, you know, working hard and knowing where your motivation is can only get you so far. But if you don't have yourself aligned, you know, there's you're not going anywhere in your life. So the way you do that, surround yourself with the good people. Get Be strong in your family, friends, relationships, anything. You need support throughout your journey. Doing this by yourself sometimes may feel impossible, and it is very, very hard. Don't do it. Don't do this by yourself. The journey with your little goals or your big goals is going to be way harder on yourself if you don't find your base, your support, your rock. What is that for you? Well, for me, it is Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, but, I mean, think about your other rocks, your family, your friends. Pet walks. Pet walks, just, it doesn't even have to be, doesn't even have to be, it can be food, it can be your traditions, it can be just normal things you do every single day in your life. That can be what keeps you aligned. It's the little moments that you have every single day that can keep you aligned with your goals, keep you working hard, keep you grounded, and have your, goal, have your mind set on your one goal. You need to be aligned. Look for that alignment in your life. See what keeps you on your straight path to your goal. Jesus Lord. keeps me. <laughs> There's a problem, though. There's a problem area with being aligned. Um, doing this, being too independent, and not seeking the help of others and not and getting too sidetracked or just things that get us all. We all have distractions in our life. It's like TikTok, your phone, like just whatever parties before COVID, just we all still have distractions in our life. For me, it's always been just by myself or and the way I aligned myself was finding my bases and seeking the help emotionally or just for the support from others because you, you're being by yourself can only get you so far in life. You need other people. You need other people in your life. Seek help. Come to the altar. So I want to I wanna finish this sermon with an altar call. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Renew in me a new spirit, oh Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
And if you have prayed that prayer, you are new in Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless America. Thank you. Yes. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen to that. Thank you so much, David, for your insight and your just your great, powerful words. I think that everyone can take something from what you said and what everyone else said. I think this is very important and we all have things that we can definitely work on. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this podcast or related to... If you want to know the amazing man who raised these three intelligent (laughs) children, check out davidtrick.com slash healingyourtrauma. David Trigg on Instagram and YouTube. And if you happen to be a music producer, he also teaches you how to make beats. So hit that up and God bless. God bless. Go to NCF Bellflower if you want to hear more sermons like the ones you heard today. Go to NCF Bellflower in Neighborhood Christian Fellowship. Look it up. Bellflower, California. Find it. Hear sermons like this every day. Change your life. Amen. Amen.